Okay, the previous recording failed, recording again. So in short, uh, we've now opened the Banco liquidity pool. Um, I'm just giving a brief background on what had happened with Banco in the past, which was that they over that they were the first provider of a single-sided liquidity pool, which is a great invention because it allows um, providers like Aldao to not have to put up their USDC and thus be able to use it for what we are for to invest in games. It also takes away a lot of the impermanent loss insurance uh, loss issues because you don't have to provide both sides of the pool. And thus, if one of those coins pumps relative to the other, often you end up with impermanent loss. Uh, the benefit, of course, to putting money into a liquidity pool like SushiSwap and Uniswap is, of course, that you get transactional fees and often staking rewards. So Bancor wanted to solve that problem by creating a single-sided liquidity pool whereby you're able to get uh, the, the staking rewards, transactional fees, but mitigate against uh, the impermanent loss. Uh, and so the secondary mechanism that they put in place, in addition to kind of everything being paired with the bank or coin, which is deflationary because it's kind of being, you know, burned with some of the transactional fees, is impermanent loss insurance. The disaster that happened, though, was that that insurance was extended not only to the pools that provided it themselves. In the case of Crown Capital, we are providing them permanent loss insurance, right? Um, and we're talking to them now about, about taking some of our transactional fees and adding to that all the time. They were providing that kind of impermanent loss insurance to USDC pool and Ethereum pool, right? USDC and Ethereum did not provide anything over there. And that's where they had their disaster because the kind of the blind spot was that if a big transactional remove happened, they were in serious trouble. And so Bancor has been very pragmatic over here. They've adjusted it. They've admitted that that was foolhardy. In other words, they were no longer. So what has drastically changed is they will no longer provide impermanent loss insurance to any pool that does not provide it themselves. Right. In other words, the whitelisted projects like ours who are providing it ourselves were covered. But any of those major coin pools that don't provide it themselves, they will not be covered. Bancor itself will still continue, though, to have its deflationary mechanism, i.e., um, you know, there are 20%, there are 0.2 transactional fees on every pool, no matter what. Bancor puts aside 90% of that towards burning. Uh, so in other words, to make the bank or coin itself deflationary and thus strengthen the coin, right? Because remember, we're paired to the bank or coin. So if the bank or coin is constantly either holding value or going a little bit up, uh, that's good news for all of us. So in short, the, the problems that plagued bank or really were not that relevant to what we wanted them for, i.e. we wanted single-sided staking, we wanted a deep pool, uh, we wanted the the ability for our staking rewards to compound, that's all happening for us. But because of their disaster, it set them back two months and us back two months. And now we're having to wait for them to set up the UI, which is the ability for you to stake and stuff easily via their interface, right? Right now they haven't done that. They're going to have that within the next week. The reason why that UI was turned off was because they didn't want people putting money into uh, the major liquidity pools like Ethereum and USDC, which are still in deficit, right? So in short, Bancor set up a very deep pool, much deeper than the initial vote was allowed for, but they're very happy with kind of our partnership. We have provided 250,000 crown 
as external liquidity insurance, which means that, you know, let's say you invested, a put in 100 crown and with staking rewards, you're up to 110. If you ever decide to remove your crown from the pool, you will never leave with less than 110. That's the point of the external liquidity pool protection that is there and established. Uh, and they will be putting for the, the staking rewards will be happening pretty soon as well. Uh, which will be this kind of compounded staking, which is much more beneficial than Uniswap and SushiSwap. In other words, if you stake your crown and just leave it there, you never have to do anything, right? You don't have to keep coming back uh, and restaking and paying all of those gas fees. So what can you expect to earn? Well, we spoke to Crown, as uh, we spoke to Bancor as well. We're, we're pushing to, to create the transactional fees to be 1.3%. 0.18% 0.3%. Uh, of that will go towards this anti this deflationary mechanism for Bancor, we support that. 0.12% will go to our external liquidity pool protection. In other words, it's called the leaky buckets spectrum, whereby we want to keep adding a little bit to that external liquidity pool protection so that if ever we have a major whale that pulls out, uh, it's not noticeable. And then 1% will go to transactional fees for those um, you know staking long term so that you not only earn crown, uh, compounding for as you know as a reward, you will also earn Bancor's native token uh, as well, so that you kind of have you know lots of rewards growing. So that's the idea that you'll be able to stake once, uh, and it will serve you on all of these fronts. Um, we've also created a another role called Crown Staked, which means that um, uh, if you are if you do put all of your coins in the liquidity pool. Um, you still have the role over here and we've done that similarly for the snapshot so that you can either vote with normal crown or BP crown, uh, which is the staked crown. Um, so in short, that is, that is kind of the, the history that happened with Bancor. Overall, I still think they're a thousand times better than most liquidity providers uh, because they're addressing the elephant in the room, which is impermanent loss, which has kind of really plagued us um, you know, in the DeFi ecosystem for so long. Uh, I also must commend them on their customer service. Uh, they've been really good in communicating with us. Uh, we're going to go and have an AMA with them as well. Uh, one of their members reached out to put together that blog. So all in all, it's been a really good experience. And the silver lining for us really, I think, is that because Bancor's coin is now at its historical low, as it starts to creep up in value, uh, it raises our ship as well, right? In other words, if we had opened our liquidity pool when Bancor's coin would have, was at a dollar, uh, it, it, it would have hurt us drastically when it plummeted down to, you know, 0 0.5. And uh, now that it's kind of stabilizing and going up slowly, that really is good for us in the long term. Um, also, you know, it, it really didn't make sense for us to do an ICO. Uh, Copper has had nothing of significance happen in quite some time because no one's doing that. Um, so, you know, all in all, that's kind of played out well. Uh, it, it's been very frustrating. You know, I know, for example, Satoshi's view dumped all of his crown, uh, not because he had an issue with crown, but he had expected to get some of his money out before now in order to put into other investments. And so there have been a few people that have been frustrated. I think the pool we had it open at 20 cents. I think it went down all the way to, I think, seven cents for a minute because he dumped, you know, a lot. Uh, it's now, I think, hovering at about, you know, 0 0.12 
or 0.11. And uh, I do not recommend if people do not know how to use Etherscan that they go and, and stake, rather just wait the extra few days for the UI. You know, the staking rewards are not coming out yet anyway until they tell us they can. So I would, I would say expect a, a seven to 10 days before, um, you know, the staking rewards and the UI are set up. And uh, yeah, other than that, just, you know, while I've got you on the call, just a quick summary on games. Um, we were very happy with our purchases in other side. I think, um, you know, that light paper that other side put out was quite remarkable. Uh, and so it's certainly something that, you know, fits us uh, as both a game and a social platform and gives us exposure to the Yugo Labs ecosystem. So that's solid. Uh, Guild of Gardens, we're having on an AMA soon. They're going to have their demo. Uh, they had one live demo that was really good, and they've got another one coming. Uh, so we will be expecting to play that. Uh, Walking Dead um, has their gameplay coming out between August 30th and September the 1st. Uh, they've made a lot more headway than I thought they would. Echoes of Empire seems to be quite behind. Uh, they keep focusing on selling assets and not getting gameplay open, which is whatever some somewhat of a gala playbook by now if you've noticed with spider tanks and stuff you know and this is why i've always said you know when it comes to gala i think the gala ecosystem is really cool and important but not all games over there are created equally uh, metal core has been very impressive they gave us that lovely present and they're going to have their they gave us 10 nfts um, and they are going to have their demo opening soon uh, i've spoken to the founder now three times i think they it's a really lovely team and they're very grounded um, you know, uh, so we're going to kind of, you know, keep, keep, keep our eyes over there. Uh, Illuvium, I'm going to stream gameplay sometime this weekend. Um, again, a very, a very communicative team, um, you know, building quality over there. So, you know, they seem to be on track. Uh, we've got, you know, we got a lot of good land there. And we're now slowly, you know, I, I look every day or two for uh, parcels that, are around our parcel so that we can try and make mega cities so that's on track uh, and Miranda's Miranda's I'm still the most bullish on Miranda's uh, I you know I, I do not love voxel art style but I think the Miranda's voxel art style pushes it to its limits and really gives uh, the opportunity for uh, both maximum amount of players, low lag, and also, uh, you know, something that people forget, you know, because other side is going with very high fidelity art. And yet what is really cool about Miranda's is because you have this kind of Lego style, you have all these points of connection on your body. So you can have kind of 10 rings on your hand and a purse and a sword and all of that kind of stuff. So it's going to allow for a very interactive um, kind of questing game and resource game and stuff like that. So um, I, I, you know, I wish they would all speed the fuck up, but at the same time, let's face it, right? You know, everyone who was impatient got in on Axie and we see where that went. So, you know, there's a lot of moving parts over here. Um, if I were to rank them, I would say, um, Miranda's, Illuvium, other side are, you know, really, you know, in, in their, their own league. Uh, Metal Core and Big Time are close, close by. And then I would say Guild of Guardians, Walking Dead and Echoes of Empire. Uh, big time uh, needs special mention because people are playing the game and enjoying it, but they have not yet kind of connected the tokenomics. So we keep getting feedback from our sister friends guild at NTM. Uh, and once, once we're able to start using our spaces, we will work out a relationship both with Fat Cats and with NTM to kind of have guilds that can use those spaces uh, and get that ball rolling. 
Uh, obviously, you know, once once any of these games are live, we will need to kind of talk about accounting more and stuff because, you know, these are going to be major microeconomies. But if we can kind of outsource most of that work to the guilds themselves, uh, I think, you know, we'll be, you know, we'll be able to kind of keep a skeletal kind of board and a couple of managers uh, and really let them have to handle kind of all of the, you know, excels and spreadsheets and stuff on their end so that's an update of where we're at we will try you know we're speaking today as the governors we will try get out uh, more blog posts to you just with updates maybe every two weeks on some of these games uh, overall you know this DAO, uh, you know we're all very chilled over here right you know we don't want info for the sake of info so we are going to try and keep it to 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 actual updates of relevance um, okay, so that's kind of, you know, the main points for me. Um, you know, Jones, Jones, anything, anything we should be adding over here? Uh, nothing that I can think of. If you know anybody that wants to invest in Crown, let them know about it right now. The price is so low on the exchange. It's a great opportunity to get in uh, because our assets are worth far more than, than what the circulating Crown is right now. Yeah, this is true. I just staked all of my crown today just to see that it was all working. So I put up kind of like 140k. Uh, but yeah, I might swing back and buy a couple more myself. Um, we will see. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, I think our assets actually on parity, I mean, I'd have to go and do a deep dive, but I think our assets probably equal um, about 14 or 14 or 13 cents, if we were being uh, honest. Um, you know, because it's hard to price some of the Miranda's assets and some of the Alluvium assets. But I think our assets are worth somewhere between, let's say, 14 to 17 cents. So anything uh, kind of below that is, is, is a pretty good buy. And also, once our staking happens, we can expect kind of, you know, with the amount of crown being pumped out over a year, we can expect, you know, if the games don't open uh, too soon, you know, we can expect Crown to be on a slight downward trend. I think that would make the most sense, right? Just because, you know, people are getting rewards and some people will sell some of those rewards. So, you know, I, I could see us sitting in the 12 to 17 cents range for a while because we have a lot of strong holders. But at the same time, you know, these games, as we kind of expected, are, are quite delayed, right? You know, these are very ambitious games. And um, yeah, you know, color me surprised, right? That Illuvium is four months delayed and Miranda's is six months delayed and stuff like that, right? Color me surprised. And even big time, you know, they, they, the game is going, you can earn NFTs over there, but they really haven't kind of got their full-blown economy sorted yet. So, you know, color me surprised. Uh, anyone want to ask anything? No? Loki, nothing? Pearl, nothing? Okay, cool. And, um, you know, always a honorary mention to security. Uh, please, you know, if you don't have a Trezor, a Ledger, or a Grid Plus, please consider investing in one. Um, you know, MetaMask has done a lot recently to make security better but that doesn't really help you on coins, right? You know, that security upgrade for MetaMask helps, helps a lot when it comes to uh, NFTs. But when it comes to kind of staking, you know, if the staking protocols get hacked and stuff, it really does help if you have, um, you know, 
if you have kind of a cold storage setup going. So, you know, please, you know, a honorary shout out always uh, to, to security. But yeah, that's where we're up to everyone. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, this is a difficult market. So everything is kind of bittersweet at the moment. But it is nice to see kind of, you know, action happening, right? Like, you know, it's, it's funny because it's turning into that the games are kind of like um, ripped out excitement, you know, almost anticlimactic. But it, you know, it, it is nice to see that so many of these games could kind of run off with the money and haven't, right? Like they've got their war chests, they're able to afford to build out and they, they just are doing that. They're quietly building out. And, you know, Gala, Gala on the one hand upsets me at times and on the other hand impresses me. I think they have uh, single-handedly, you know, really taken community seriously. Um, you know, they're always improving their community managers, their communication and stuff like that. Where Gala has kind of taken a back seat is, you know, they, they make no pretense that they're primarily collectors focused. You know, they're not about ROI and investments and stuff. And um, when it comes to their own games, I think they've been very good very good you know i think miranda's as much as they don't talk about income miranda's is very focused on being a sustainable economy but because they kind of play also the collector's card they give a very free pass to you know 888 collective and um a spider tanks you know spider tanks makes no kind of no qualms about being really a rich boys ferrari club so i think you know we must continue to be vigilant with Gala in general because I think they're going to get their fingers in every single pie they can. I mean, they really are living up to the Steam name. You know, they've just started opening their kind of movie movie concept as well. You know, their movie nodes. So I think, you know, we should be cautiously optimistic uh, about Gala and kind of, you know, really cherry pick what we want there. But on the other hand, the fact that Gala is putting their fingers in so many pies does mean that from a branding point of view, people are likely going to find out about Miranda's and stuff very quickly. In other words, once Miranda's opens, I, I strongly think we'll see, you know, two to three million players uh, kind of getting onboarded there in no time. So, uh, you know, there are things to be quite excited about. You know, we all talk about utility. Well, you know, play and earn games are pretty much as high a utility as you can get for NFTs right now. So that's that's where we're up to with everything. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Not, nothing more to say on that. Awesome. So I'm going to wrap up this AMA. Um, last chance, last call for any questions. If, if you want to type a question at me instead, uh, just type in general for now. Um, if you want to type a question or type a comment that you want read out before I kind of close up over here. Sure, Loki. Thanks for attending. All right, so I'm going to stop recording. Super.